welcome to Faith and Good Counsel, where we talk about ways to live a virtuous life and all of the things that affect us in our vocation in whatever state of life we may be in. And now your host, Stacy Galino. Hey everybody, welcome to Faith and Good Counsel. I'm your host, Stacy Galino, and I'm so, so edified, delighted, and happy and honored to be with you once again to discuss all topics related to faith and mental health, emotional health, spiritual health, because I care about you, I love you, and I want you to be joyful and filled with the Spirit. So that's why I do what I do here on Faith and Good Counsel, and I'm so happy to to let you know that we're going to be talking today with Gary Zimick. Gary is a return guest. You may remember Gary, and he spoke with us several months back on Faith and Good Counsel about his own personal journey with rather severe, rather significant anxiety and fear and worry and stress. And I know so many of you can can relate to that. I know I can as well. So this is going to be a very, very exciting show. Um, let me just, before we jump into that, I want to just remind you that you can get in touch with me here at the station at Escalino at CatholicCommunityRadio.org. You can check out the Faith and Good Counsel Facebook page. Um, just do a little search on Facebook and you'll find us there. I try to keep I keep up with that and sharing jewels and, and gems of the faith that I, or of, of mental health that I see and pass those on to you. You can also check out my Pinterest page. I do have a Pinterest page. I'm trying to actually access that as well and share, share jewels that I find. And I have a blog, stacygolino.com, and you can find archived shows and other resources that may be of benefit to you in your journey, in your spiritual journey, in your journey here uh, on earth with me and all of our families and our loved ones. So, Without further ado, let me reintroduce, re-welcome to the show, our family member here at Faith and Good Counsel, Gary Zimick. Hi, Gary. Hi, Stacy. Thanks for having me on again. Oh, such a pleasure. Always to have you. I get so excited when I know Gary's coming back on. Gary's coming back on because we, we always You're have so nice. much to talk about. <laughs> we do. We do. We and do. I look forward to it, too. This really builds me up, too. Oh, it's so it's so amazing. And so it's, you're such a gift. Um, You know, God has just led you so beautifully to take this cross that he has allowed you to carry that is very, very heavy and very burdensome, but he has turned it into beautiful fruit that you are sharing with all of us, all of us who, who have any form of anxiety, fear, worry, and stress, and that would be, oh, probably everybody nowadays yeah. in this day yeah, you're right. and time. You know, why else would we have as part of our Mass, you know, protect us from all anxiety, you know, because Christ right. knew. Christ knew that we would have anxiety, right? And so he doesn't want us to be afraid. He doesn't want us to be anxious. And in fact, our faith gives us what we need. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. But before we jump into our topic, I do want to start us off with prayer. And so I'd like to offer, um, Gary, the closing prayer to the Divine Mercy Chaplet. So let us begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Eternal God, in whom mercy is endless and the treasury of compassion inexhaustible, look kindly upon us and increase your mercy in us that in difficult moments we might not despair nor become despondent, 
but with great confidence submit ourselves to your holy will, which is love and mercy itself. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son Son. and of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. And may I invoke our patroness, Our Lady of Good Counsel, to please pray for us. Well, you know, folks, Gary Zimmick, as I mentioned, has been on with us a number of times, not only on Faith and Good Counsel, but uh, even most recently on Wake Up Louisiana. And Gary, um, I thought about giving a little reintroduction, a little bio, but I thought you might want to do it. So let me just ask you, tell our folks who is Gary Zimmick and what is your your journey and, and, and what is the mission that God is calling you to? Well, Stacy, thank you for the, the opportunity. Uh, I always love to share this with people because I still can't believe that the Lord has called me to do what He's called me to do. I am a full-time Catholic evangelist, a speaker, an author, a radio host. I, I speak primarily on overcoming anxiety with the help of Christ, and, and I believe I'm the leading Catholic speaker, if not the only Catholic speaker, on that subject. Yeah. It's a surprising ministry. I... I had a major conversion experience in late 2004. It was, had to do with a health issue. I started to panic because I'm an anxious person. I've always been a hypochondriac, and I thought I was dying, so I, it was time to finally embrace my Catholic faith and get to know the Lord, because I am, even though a cradle Catholic, I'm, I was a lukewarm Catholic for just about all my life. Although it's funny, Stacy, I would know where to find the Lord when I needed Him, especially mm-hmm. when I was anxious. And I would pray, Lord, please get me out of this. Let, let me not have this fatal disease, or let, let me not get beat up in school, or let not this happen, or, or let this other thing happen. And when the prayer was answered, then I'd say, okay, Lord, see you. I'm, I'm okay mm. now. We but, can all relate I, to that. Right, right? <laughs> <laughs> but what I didn't realize was no. that I was having these many conversions along the way, and the Lord was calling me closer and closer. And unlike us, He's very patient. Yes. Even though this took several years to unfold, he was calling me, and I was responding, albeit briefly, but then I would then I would backslide. So this went on for all of my life. I worked as a computer programmer, a project manager for 30 years, very conventional job. I'm not a risk taker. I'm a guy who mm-hmm. loves comfort. Very black and like, white in your right? thinking. Oh, absolutely. I need things right to be or wrong. Yeah, on a control, very controlled on a spreadsheet, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. That's right. That's right. And I like to control my life. Mm-hmm. I want to be in charge. And it's kind of funny that the Lord, the Lord's so merciful. He's kind. He he humors us and he lets us think we're in control sometimes. Yeah. He'll remind us, but he's very patient with us. Mm-hmm. So I went along like this for years. I was miserable. I wasn't peaceful at all. Um, I married to my wonderful wife, Eileen. I have two children. I have 16-year-old twins, Mary and Elizabeth. And my wife has always had a great faith, and she's helped me tremendously. She's always had a very simple faith. She just trusted in the Lord. But I was always more cynical. I was always in it for me. Now, even though I was married, I I was concerned about my wife and my kids, but my relationship with the Lord was minimal, to say the least. One Sunday, on on Sunday for one hour a week, that was his time. I went to church. I'd pray occasionally if I didn't fall asleep first. You know, the Lord came absolutely (laughs) last in my life. And that's the way it went until I had this major conversion in 2004, when I finally realized that if I am dying, which it turns out that I wasn't, and they never did find out what was wrong with me physically, if I am dying, I thought, I better get to know my Catholic faith. I better get to be a good Catholic, because if, I'm, if I have to be judged, and I knew that I would have to be judged, I'm not going to do well. 
So that was the start of it. Along the way, something surprising happened. I got to know Jesus. I thought I was setting out to learn about the Catholic faith, and here I got to meet Jesus, finally, and have that personal relationship with him that I'd always heard about, but which I didn't think was for Catholics. I thought it was a Protestant thing. I didn't know Catholics could have a personal relationship with Christ. So then this developed, and eventually I started taking to the Internet. I created my website, followingthetruth.com, and I originally intended to call attention to other Catholic sources so other people could learn more about the faith, learn more about Christ. But eventually what happened, the Lord started calling me to do the writing myself, and I also got into radio, which is something completely unexpected, and speaking at parishes, which is even more unexpected because I've always had a fear to speak in public. But eventually, I just started to care so much about getting this message out that the Lord was helping me, and now that's what I do. I go around the country, I speak, I write, I have three books, soon to be three books out, and they're all about learning to have a closer personal relationship with Christ. Now, of course, my main apostolate has to do with overcoming anxiety, but that's done by having that personal relationship with Christ. So what I do, I've got the greatest job in the world. I share Jesus with people, and I try to bring my audience and Jesus closer together. It's the greatest job I've ever had. It's unexpected that I'm doing this, but if we look through the Bible, we see the Lord's constantly calling the people who feel are unqualified. And if we, as long as we cooperate with His grace, we're going to do just fine. So hope that wasn't too long, but that's what I do, and I love doing what I do. Wow. Well, that was a fantastic reintroduction, and boy, there were so many points along that journey that I wanted to go, oh, Gary, oh, Gary. But, you know, what? one thing that I would like to say, just in kind of an overarching statement, is it's interesting to me, uh, first of all, how much I'm sure so many of us can relate to your story, where when we need him, God's there, and we kind of, you know, it's it's kind of like the, the coin-operated God. When I need you, I'll, I'll put a quarter in, but the rest of the time you're up on a shelf because I'm doing fine just by myself. Thank you very much, right? right, right. But, but because you were having these health issues, part of your cross, maybe you didn't view it that way then, but a primitive kind of faith, if you will, a kind of fear, I don't want to go to hell, basically, right. I'm sure that was somewhere in your thinking. Oh, yeah. you know, I be- if I'm dying, I best get to know the church. And you encountered the person of Jesus mm. Christ, who is the divine physician and who has been in ways you could never have imagined leading you to the state and place that you are today and will only continue, I know, because you're giving him over and over, your love, your fiat. I mean, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. You know, one of the points that I wanted to hit on, I've, I've, I've just gotten a new book, um, some quotes from St. Francis de Sales, and I want to read you a quote and see if this rings true with you and see what you might have to say. Ready? Sure, I'd love to hear it. Here we go. Self-love is one of the sources of our anxiety. The other is our high regard for ourselves. Let me insert the word ouch here. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Why are are we troubled to find that we have committed a sin or even an imperfection? Because we thought ourselves to be something good, firm and solid. And therefore, when we have seen the proof to the contrary and have fallen on our faces in the dirt, we Uh. are troubled offended and anxious if we understood ourselves we would be astonished that we are ever able to remain standing this is the other source of our anxiety 
We only want consolations, and we are surprised to encounter our own misery, nothingness, and folly. Now, that's some deep, profound stuff there, <laughs> okay? But wow. I'm wondering if, well, if any of that rings, you know, you connect with any of that, Gary. Oh, it's unbelievable how much I connect with that. And, and Stacy, this is so funny because I just talked about this on my podcast the other night, and I couldn't remember which saint said this. I thought it was St. Francis de Sales. So many people write to me and say, Gary, I'm a sinner. I can't believe I committed this horrible sin. I thought I was beyond this. I can't, I'm, I'm feeling so stressed out. I'm horrible. I don't know what to do. This happens to us all the time. And, and the Lord has let me go through this. And it's a horribly painful thing yes. to go through until you realize what's happening. I've been there, Stacy. I've been there so many times. I think that I'm at a certain point. I am beyond committing that sin. Boy, I remember when I used to do that in the past. Good thing, Lord, that I can't commit that sin anymore. And the next thing you know, boom, <laughs> you're right on your face. And with me, I hate to reveal my secret, Stacy, because you're my good friend, but you may not know this, but I have a big mouth and my mouth gets me into trouble. What? Yeah. I can't imagine. I can't imagine <laughs> what that must be like. <laughs> but it's true. And so many times I think, boy, I'm never going to say something like that again. And then, you know, the next thing I do it mm-hmm. and I feel defeated. I think, oh, I thought I was better than that. And then the Lord's even more kind because he'll send me somebody sweet like my wife who will tell me that. <laughs> boy, you're really not changing, are you? And you know what? That hurts. But I need to hear that. I absolutely need to hear that. And it's a reminder that sometimes we forget just how much the Lord is helping us, and that if it wasn't for His grace, we wouldn't be able to be good at all. And we forget that. And I always tell people, when you sin, stand up, dust yourself off, go to confession, and get back up and start trying to be good again. Because here's the thing. And boy, you, you never thought I would connect with that, with that this much, did you? I could go I on th- for hours. Listen, I'm loving but, it. But, but here's the thing. The devil loves this. And the mm-hmm. devil waits for this opportunity. And when we start to feel this way, he's going to tell us, you're right. See, you're mm-hmm. not, you aren't good. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get better. You're never going to be able to stop worrying. You're never going to be able to shut your mouth. You're never going to love people the way you should. But he's a liar. Yes. And we need to say, get behind me, Satan, just as the Lord did and get up and trust in God's mercy. You read that great prayer from the Divine Mercy Novena, and we need to remember that the Lord is merciful, and He's going to forgive us, and He allows us sometimes. He doesn't cause us to fall. That's our free will that does that. But He allows these things to happen to remind us that we do need Him. And when I always talk, let's draw it back to anxiety, when I go out and give my talks, I I always remind my listeners of this, and this theme runs throughout my new book as well, when, when we are weak, and this is St. Paul's statement, when we are weak, then we are strong. It's okay to admit we're weak, because when we do, we accept the fact that we need the Lord. We need the Lord to help overcome our anxieties. We need the Lord to be good in our lives. We need the Lord every minute of every day, and sometimes He lets us remember that. And it is a great blessing. It might not feel like it at the time, but it's a great, it's a great blessing to remember that to remember just how much we need the Lord. Amen. So, unfortunately, I really couldn't connect with that with that statement at all. Uh, it doesn't sound like it. In fact, I, <laughs> wow. I mean, it's it's Thanks. like the Holy Spirit just lit a fire. I renewed I a fire in Gary, my guest today, Gary yeah, Zimmick. Gary Zimmick. I appreciate you. I'm going to have to come on more often because Absolute, this really helps me. Absolutely. Well, you're welcome. 
<laughs> that was the Holy Spirit, all the Holy Spirit. We're talking today with Gary Zimmick, author of a brand new book we're going to talk about in our next segment right after the break. The new book is called From Fear to Faith. You're going to love that. He's got a step-by-step approach to help all of us who worry, who have fears, who have anxieties. Step-by-step, simple approach, how to overcome that through the richness of the Catholic faith. You're listening to Faith and Good Counsel with Stacey Galino, my guest today, Gary Zimmick, and we'll be right back. Catholic Community Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your financial gift is tax deductible. We are here for you, but we can't do it without your help. Log on to catholiccommunityradio.org today. Well, welcome back, everybody, to Faith and Good Counsel. I'm your host, Stacey Galino, enjoying my talk. I know you are, too, with my guest today, Gary Zimmick, who, by the way, if you were listening last segment, is on fire, the fire of the Holy Spirit. So welcome back, Gary. <laughs> Thank you, Stacey. Yeah, I, I love it. Boy, it's hard to shut me up when I start talking well, about the Lord. Me too. I, I'm, I'm connecting with a lot of what you're saying. I mean, we get so excited about the the Lord. I mean, it is it it, it can be us if we've if He's given us the gift or the not so gift of the motor mouth, right? That's uh, right. You know, it, right. we have to always discern if that's Him speaking or if it's us. And I know I struggle with that with that right. too. But hey, He put us in radio, so you know, you kind of have to have the you know the gift of gab, you know, uh, right. to to do this kind of work. So you know, a priest told me recently in spiritual direction, "Have you ever stopped to think that your mouth is a gift?" And I went, "Huh." Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm working with that, but we digress. We digress. I want to jump back and tell people about your brand new book from fear to faith. Now, this is your third book, your first book, which I love and refer people to all the time, a warrior's guide to the Bible, followed by listen to your blessed mother. Beautiful book. Also very excited about your new book coming up very, very shortly. The beginning of August, people can pre-order now. You heard that right. Go to followingthetruth.com and pre-order now from fear to faith. And in that book, Gary, you have a step-by-step approach, a spoon-feeding approach for those of us who struggle with fears and anxiety and stress and how, you know, it's one thing to say, oh, the church has everything you need. You know, it can be so helpful to you in your journey of anxiety and goodbye, right? How do you put it into practice? That's the step-by-step approach. Right, exactly, Stacey. And it is it's just that. It's a step-by-step approach, one that we really have to put into practice every day. And in the book, I, 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 I reassure the readers that this is something that we're going to fail at. We're going to fail at this several times each day. We're going to turn to worry instead of to the Lord, but it's a process. And eventually, we're going to worry less and trust in the Lord more. And this is the, the step-by-step approach is something that I'm living, and I can't take credit for stopping worrying, but thanks be to God, I really don't worry anymore, but it's because the Lord did the work. So very simply, a step-by-step approach, and I detail this a lot in the book. I talk about this whenever I speak at parishes. I came up with an approach I call the five P's of peace. Now, essentially what this is, five words all begin with P. They're reminders that we need to keep our focus on Christ, and that's how we're going to overcome anxiety, because he's going to be the one doing the work. The first P is prepare. If there's anything that we can do, 
We should do it. God helps those who help themselves. So if I am concerned that I don't have enough money for retirement, maybe I can save some more money. If I'm not feeling well, I should go to the doctor. These are things that I can do. Prepare. And if we prepare for a potentially bad outcome, we're going to feel less anxious. And that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to prepare. But there's a point where we can't do anymore. That's where we have to turn it over him to him. So the first thing is we do what we can. The second thing, and you know, Stacy, this is hard for those of us who tend to be anxious. Present. Focus on the present. Don't worry about tomorrow. Jesus said this. Take one day at a time. Live for the moment. Do what I can today. And try as hard as I can. And we're going to fail at this but sometimes, but this is just something we could try to do, to focus on the present and don't play that what-if game. You and I have talked about this before. Yes. What if I get sick? Mm-hmm. What if I... What if I lose my money? What if my house burns down? What if? Don't worry about that. If it happens, God will give you the grace to deal with it. So we focus on the present. The third P of peace, it's an obvious one, but we forget. Pray. Ask for help. Turn to the Lord every day. We've got to get to know Him in prayer. That's the only way that His peace is going to fill our hearts, is is if we get to know Him. So we need to pray. Finally, participate. Well, not finally. The second to the last is participate. This is participate in what the church has to offer. So many people forget this. The sacraments, the Bible. And as Catholics, we need to know that our church compiled the Bible. Our our Protestant brothers and sisters know the Bible better than we do sometimes, but the Catholic Church decided which books would be included. So the Bible is a gift from the church, and the church has many other devotions, the Miraculous Medal, the Scapular, Our Lady, you know, so many gifts that the Church gives us. We participate in what the Church offers, and that helps us to not only to achieve peace, but to be able to get to heaven. The final P of peace is, I call it the prize. Focus on the prize. Keep your eye on the prize, which is heaven. Eventually, if we stay with the Lord and follow His commands, and this sounds really simple, but you know it's not that easy to put into practice sometimes. If we do that, we will live with him forever in heaven. And that's our goal. And that thought of living with the Lord forever in heaven with no problems, with no worries, with no anxiety of any kind is enough to get us through even the darkest day. So that's it. In a nutshell, these five steps, and I elaborate a lot more on them in the book, but that's the way that we're going to overcome worrying because we're going to be with the Lord and his peace will fill our hearts. This I'm loving what you're saying, Gary. These you make it so simple. That's what I love about. And I know it wasn't simple. This is years in the making. Yeah, years of being pruned, years of Christ oh. honing you. Is that right? He's well, still working with me, Stacy, every day. You know, that's it, it, I look at my apostolate sometimes, and I think, you know, Lord, this might just be all for me, so you can get me to be a better person and get to heaven. I mean, it's incredible how much I'm learning. Mm. But but there's obviously other fruit as well. But he's working with me even as I go out and speak. It's incredible. I, your your tree is bearing much fruit, I assure you. It, it, I think it's both and. You know, isn't the Catholic yes. faith a, a both and kind That's of right. faith? You're right. benefiting your heart, your mind, your spirit are growing in the Lord, and you are sharing that, that fruit, the fruit of your labor, the fruit of your cross, if you will, with right. all of us. Just, just one point, we have just a little bit of time left, but I, n- right at number one, on prepare. I can see where a person who is very anxious, maybe more in that kind of OCD-ish kind of mm-hmm. spectrum, 
where you could go a little overboard if you have a tendency yep. toward tr- controlling. Can you talk a little bit about how you maintain, because you have that tendency as well. Yes, Can do. you kind of maintain not going overboard, maybe in a couple of minutes worth? I think you have to ask yourself a simple question. Is there anything else I can do? Now, my yeah. wife and I had this discussion. We, we homeschool our children, and this is something we started just a few years ago, and it's a, a very potentially anxious, anxious situation. And sometimes we've had this talk, and my wife Eileen would, would say to me sometimes, well, there's got to be something else I should be doing. And, I, and I, I, I recall in my own experiences what I've learned in that if God wants you to do something, he's going to tell you what it is. It might take a little while, but he's going to give you an idea. If you have no more ideas, if there's nothing else you can do, then you've got to let it go at that point. And that is very challenging for those of us who are anxious. But really, that question helps me. Is there anything else I can do? And then you pray about it. You still don't get any ideas then you can be pretty sure the Lord's saying, back off, I've got it from here, but I need you to trust me. And then going to step two, when you're focusing on the present and avoiding, trying to not go all the way to the end of playing the what-if game and getting caught yeah. in that little hamster in the wheel, you know, right. uh, how do you, what, what is something that you do, Gary, in your own life that helps you to avoid doing that? This is something that I have to uh, I have to focus on every day because I have a tendency to do this. And I, I, I think doing it enough and staying with the Lord and reading His words, hearing Him speak to me through the Bible, especially in the Sermon on the Mount when He said, don't be anxious about tomorrow, the more you hear Him say that, the more you start to believe it. I've, I've learned this in my life. It's very important. And I read something years ago that really helped me. I read, and I don't, I don't remember the source, but a priest wrote this book, and he said, God will not give you the grace to deal with imaginary problems. Oh, yeah. Right? That's, That's so why good. when I look at somebody who has cancer who, or who has lost a child, my tendency is to think, oh, I hope that never happens to me. I couldn't deal with that. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason is, be- is because it's not my problem, and the Lord's not giving me the grace, and it seems totally uh, unmanageable. But if that was my problem, I can be assured that the Lord would give me the grace. So, you know, I was going to ask you for a final pearl of wisdom, and so I'd like for you just to repeat that statement, because I think that is our pearl of wisdom for today. Right. The Lord will not give us the grace to deal with imaginary problems. Wow. If He puts us in a situation, He's going to give us the grace that we need to endure. But we got to trust in Him. We just have to stay with Him and trust that He... He's true to his word, and we know he is. Amen. It's always such a pleasure and a gift to have you with us. Gary, please tell us how we can get in touch with you, how we can keep up with what you're doing, how we can get your books and your new book, From Fear to Faith. The best place, Stacy, is to visit my website, followingthetruth.com, and I encourage all the listeners to get in touch with me. I want to help you. I want to spare you the agony that I've gone through for so many years and try to help you get over that hump and learn to trust in the Lord and to experience his peace. Amen. Well, God bless you. And I know that you have offered so much for our listeners today. And, and for me, it's just moved my heart once again to be able to speak with you. I've got a little fire in my belly today as well after speaking with you. Thank you so, so much. And join me, if you would, Gary, and all of our listeners together in a, a piece of the prayer, the consecration of the Sacred Heart to the Sacred Heart by St. Margaret Mary Alacoque. May your love imprint itself so deeply in my heart that I will never be able to forget you or be separated from you. May I obtain your loving kindness of having the grace, the grace of having my name written in your heart. For in you I desire to find all my happiness and to live and die in your service and your peace. 
Amen. God bless you all. God bless you all. And check out my blog, StacyGalino.com. You will find other resources there about anxiety, depression, and other mental health problems and what the faith can offer us. And uh, thank you once again, Gary, for being with us. It's been such uh, such a pleasure. Thank you, Stacy. God bless you. All right. All right. God bless you all, friends. Until we see you again next time, bye-bye and Pax Christi.